Good Talk, the home of the talking that's good. It's your boy, Cody, and the other guy, Robert, here once again with the tiny table in the big room for another good conversation. I almost lost it. For a second there, I almost forgot what I was supposed to say. <laughs> I got to turn this down. That was really loud. Too loud? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, All right. That's, uh, woo, that was intense. It's great. That was painful, but I didn't want to throw you off. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just let it happen, and now I can't hear anything. You just took the Lord abuse. Lord, I did. <laughs> Jiminy Christmas. <laughs> Holy. All right, let's try that. Uh, Welcome. <laughs> let's see if it's better. Let's see if it's good. You All mean right. hit you one more time? No, I think I'm solid. You're solid? Yeah, I feel All good right, about cool. it. How, how do You've I been on vacation yeah, for what feels I like feel two like you're weeks. You're in a weird spot. You're really, I feel distant from you, Cody. Are you? Are we usually like this? I thought you. Honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> I was setting up the set today and I was like, I don't remember how it's supposed to go. It's been too close, long. Right? I think we're buddies. We're pals. We're, we're friends. We can hold hands. Oh, look at it. <laughs> What was really weird is that scratching of your beard. That was some ARSM or whatever they call that. ASMR. I'm not going to lie. This seems a little... Just everything seems off today. Everything what feels wrong today. Everything feels wrong. It's because you've been gone for two weeks. Where'd you go? Yeah. What did you do? Where have we you been? We went to Colorado. Yeah, it was wonderful. So Real I, tidbit. This is a, tidbit. This is a follow-up to a couple podcasts That's ago. Right. And we were talking about Rachel's big surprise mm. dealio party. And what's so awesome is yeah. I also knew about another surprise did. whilst you filming rat. that episode. And he didn't know about it either. At the end of the surprise, well, I guess it was at the, some point of the surprise yeah. uh, party, yeah. there was like a little surprise gift yeah. for the whole Conover family. gifted us a wonderful gift. So we were able to go to Colorado um, and we made it a dual working trip where I preached at my dad's church five times. It was a God, lot of dude, a lot of that's a lot. <laughs> and then afterwards, we went to the mountains for a family vacation. And it was our heart's desire, and God is good, and we have good friends, and we have good uh, people around us. So it's important who you surround your life with. Mm. Let's just say that. I like that. That's super good. <laughs> did you see, like, like, if you were to say... How much snow did you see? Could you encapsulate that in one word? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the base, uh, the like what they get where we went, just in order for the ski slopes to be open and stuff, the base that they had was like 100 inches. So 100 inches? <laughs> I can't even like picture that. Uh, I know. It's a <laughs> lot of insane. snow. But, uh, you know, on the roads and stuff, it was pretty clear. And where we were staying, it, it, it was even though it was a snow-covered road. I mean, we didn't have any problems or anything. We had four-wheel drive. So, you know, yeah. Took but they're back. used to that out there. So, they like, are. do they, like, treat the roads on the regular? Or is that yeah. even, like, a thing that they no, do? No, like, so we were out there, and they were expecting a big snowstorm. So they got out there with the trucks and put down sand and salt. And, you know, like, here in Madison, we have one plow truck. You know, right. in Colorado, where we were staying, they had, like, hundreds of them. It's so just, they like, were a all fleet that's just shoveling yeah, all day yeah. long. And so they keep it. They understand, you know people need to be able to get up here so we can make some money because mm. it's a whole touristy town and they understand also a lot of people that come here don't ever drive in mm. snow so we need to keep these roads as clear as possible but you know next to the roads it's just like <laughs> you know what I mean because they shovel everything and they plow everything <laughs> off to the sides of the road so but it was really cool it was a lot of fun we did make the mistake the house that we stayed in was at, at 11,000 feet so there was no oxygen up there and oh. so so a lot of people don't know this but uh, just being from Colorado, I like to flex that whenever I can. Colorado's like one of the highest altitudes already, isn't it? Well, they've got, yeah, they got the Mahai City, which sits at, you know, 5,280 feet, you know, which yeah. is a mile above sea level. But then you go up into the mountains and they have something called 14ers. They've got a few 14ers. mountains that are 14,000 feet above sea <laughs> level. So a lot of people don't know this, but like whenever you go to the mountains and you don't see any vegetation beyond a certain point, that's 11,000 feet. So uh. they call it timberline. 
there's nothing that can grow above timberline because there's not, not enough, enough oxygen oh, wow. for it to grow. And that's where we decided to stay. <laughs> <laughs> so like it was a two-story house and if i just decided if i left anything in the basement it just died down there. it just stayed down there forever because i would be so winded wow. going down there we went up one flight of stairs and i was like <gasps> yeah you know so it's weird the first time that i went to ecuador which is at nine thousand. yeah feet. it's similar in that sense of like the first time i went it didn't affect me but the second time i went like i really felt you got older yeah i maybe i guess no. it's like a couple years but it's it like a couple years so. but it's like i remember going up the stairs and being like ugh. And then, like, I had a really bad headache, too. But the first time, it didn't affect me. I don't know why. It's kind of weird. Uh, elevation's nothing to play with, man. So it, it, we actually did this on purpose because we took Samuel when he was little, and we went on a trip. We took a ski trip to Colorado, and he got really sick. And so mm. we think it was the altitude sickness. We also, you know, so we we, we planned it on purpose. We went to Colorado. We went to Loveland, where my parents live, which is 5,000 feet, and we stayed there for a week. Uh, kind of get so like, kinda, yeah. Yeah, we went halfway. Yeah. You know, we went from 700 feet to 5,000 feet. Is that where we're at right now, 700? We're at 700. I looked it up. I looked up wow. all this information. So <laughs> Madison sits at 700 feet, and then, Loveland's at 5,000 feet, and then where we stayed in Breckenridge or Fairplay, Colorado, is at 11,000 feet. Dang. Yeah. So it, <laughs> I got to thinking when I was looking at these wonderful, they're beautiful mountains. I got pictures. I'll show you later. You guys don't get to see them. But <laughs> <laughs> no pictures for you. <laughs> no pictures for you. But it's uh, it's so cool because like you have Timberline, and maybe we'll show a picture so everyone can understand what we're talking about. And then it was just snow-capped peaks. And mm. It was gorgeous, and it was beautiful. Uh, and I got to thinking, you know, we're so high up, like nothing can live up here. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know why we're living up here. How are we up here, up here right now? <laughs> Give me, Should we be here? It's so funny because in town they sell these little oxygen bottles. You can buy them. Oh, and, my like, gosh. Put a little on your mask and just breathe in like 99% oxygen. And so, um, but anyways, it got me to thinking about like our relationship with God. Ooh, and like, okay. you know, like there's so much stuff that lives in our lives that's not supposed to live in our mm. lives to where if we will just go higher in God that stuff will die. Ooh, that's a good way to look at it. Isn't it a good way to yeah. look at it? I was in this revelation came while I was looking at the mountains. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was like, this is magnificent and it's beautiful. And that's what our lives are supposed uh -huh. to be. They're supposed to be like this beautiful, magnificent story that's been orchestrated by God, that's sure. been lived with God. And I think a lot of the beauty is taken away because we live at such a low level mm. that we're still vulnerable to temptation and to sin and to these things that aren't supposed to be a part of our lives. And I feel like God's just telling us if we'll come up higher. Yeah, yeah. And so I want to focus on that. How do we come up higher? In yeah. Because I really feel like the higher we go in him, and we have a saying around here also, you know, because it is kind of interesting as well, because the higher you go in God, I believe the less privileges you have mm. as an individual because you have to sacrifice your flesh. Sure you know, uh, crucify yourself, deny yourself, like the word of God says, mm -hmm. pick up your cross and follow me. So that means we must be like the apostle Paul. I no longer live yet. God lives sure. in me. And so I want to focus in on how do we go higher in God? So the things we struggle with from day to day can die. Interesting. How yeah. can, how can we get rid of things? How can we make anxiety die? Mm. It's we go higher in God yeah. and anxiety can't live up there. How That's do we, so good. Yeah. How do we make confusion die? Yeah. You know, we go higher in God and it can't live up there. So, so how I, do we go higher? I guess God? the first thing you want to do is make it a point is first, do you want to go higher? Mm, do you actually want to go higher? And then wow. make a decision to go higher. I think a lot of times people get very comfortable where they're at. with where they're at. Mm. And I think that can be an issue because when you get comfortable, there's no growth. 
and yeah, true. in awesome uh, and and in a lot of ways you're just not really doing anything so you're you're not even really helping other people because you're just, you're just coasting at that point and we're not really meant yeah. to coast we're meant no. to forge forward and yeah. be moving and doing things for god and so i think the best thing to do for one is desire to grow mm. desire to go higher and then make a choice to actively do so yeah and i think that you could even ask for that desire mm-hmm. yeah absolutely if you're a christian and you're watching this or you're listening to this and you feel like you've lost that hunger or that desire first i would start there that's a great point you've got you got you got to want this you got to want it anything you get in life is what you want mm-hmm. you seek after it you pursue it you date you do whatever it takes to get it so I think that's a good thing. You got to start with saying, you know what? I want to go mm-hmm. higher in God. And I think a good influencer to want to go higher in God is just get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Get tired of anxiety. Yeah. Get tired of confusion. Get tired of pressure. Get tired of feeling inadequate. Get tired of you know insecurities. Get tired of all that junk. Mm-hmm. And when you're tired of that, then I feel like you'll be willing to do what's necessary to get rid of all of that. Yeah. And what I feel like God told me is to get rid of all that, just come higher in him. So good. And so... I think that desire can spawn from, are we sick of things the way that they are? Mm -hmm. And if we're not, then I think we'll just stay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I think even if we're not sick of things the way that they are, I still think you're right. We need to find that desire Mm -hmm. to where we want more. Yeah, yeah. We want better. Yeah. You know? And I think what we have to do is, as individuals, we have to get to this place where we want to pursue the righteous life. Yeah. You know, because I think that that is a very common thing even like we've talked about it before with people that focus so much on the grace side of things that the grace is there and the grace is necessary and it's amazing and god will accept you exactly as you are but it never says he wants you to stay there he wants you to go higher he wants you to be more like his image you know right you already are made in his image but he wants to continually bring his image out of you i was thinking about today when i was uh getting done with my run and i was thinking like I don't know why I just nice. went went back to the Ephesians two ten. It just like came out of my my brain hole there. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking about you know like with a masterpiece in olden times. You know a lot of times they were working with stone and mm. they took like a stone that was just a stone. There was nothing mm. about that stone that was particularly special. I'm sure maybe it was like a certain size or a shape that they saw, but they took a stone, an ordinary stone, and then began to chip away at the right. stone to bring out that's what cool. the artist envisioned yeah. was inside the right. stone. And I believe that that's how God looks at us is he sees us for what we already are and he accepts us for what we already mm. are. But there's a lot of things that he wants to help chip away to really bring out that masterpiece that's already living with inside of us. You know, because yeah. Jesus already made us new. He created us new when we accepted him, but we got to get it out of us yeah. so other people can see it too. And so we, as individuals, we have to desire that. We yeah. have to want that. And when we pursue the righteous lifestyle, when we pursue that right standing position yeah. that he made for us, I believe that's when we can start to reflect it. And I believe that's when we start to go higher because we start seeing ourselves in a higher position. The way he sees us. Yeah. Yeah. Seated with him in heavenly places. You know, uh, that's really, it's a mentality thing. You know, you got to see yourself the way God sees you as this masterpiece. Mm -hmm. And yes, even though you see yourself that way, understand it is also a process Mm -hmm. to get to that end result, to get to that desired position. Um, and not feeling bad about the process. Understanding I think being some, open about the process Yeah, is there's best. some rough edges. I've got to work off here. And I think being open to that and being accepting of that will allow you to embrace the process to where you can say, you know what? Uh, no matter how this hurts, because even though we're not, I get the analogy, we are clay pots and we are, you know, be filled with him. But, you know, that's a chisel beating against
against a rock. So right. when he, when God's take his chisel and beats it against our life, <laughs> it could be painful because yeah, we're yeah. like, man, I've got to make this correction. Sure. That's a rebuke. That's a reproof. That's a correction. That's guidance. And it might not always feel good to the flesh, mm-hmm. but when we respond to those, yeah. that chisel in, we respond to that cultivation of our heart and our lives. It does. It brings us off higher mm. uh, or it brings us up higher. And, and, and that's a good thing because then the stuff that we struggle with day to day, like I've said over and over and over again, it just can't live up there. Yeah. I like that when you said it's how you respond to it because it makes me think, you know, sometimes people are just looking at it in the wrong light mm. too. And I, I know that this has been said before. People think like, oh, the Bible is just a book of rules and right. God doesn't want me to have fun. And it's just like, no, he's really just saying like, if you do these things, it's not going to be good. You know, it might be fun for a season and and it might feel good for a moment, but it will ultimately lead to the detriment of your life. You know, like I think that we have to completely rechange our mindset, Mm. rechange our views on ourselves and what we think about it and say, all right, let's just see how God sees things. Let's see myself, how God sees me. Let's see my situation, how God sees it. You know, we need to look at God as the answer to all of it. And so I think if we put our trust ultimately in his decision for our lives, it'll help us to be able to actually take a hold of those things for ourselves. I always look at God's correction as he's not trying to take something from me. He's trying to get something to me. Yeah. If I can absorb this correction and make this correction that he's wanting me to do in Mm -hmm. my life, that's going to produce a fruit of righteousness. That's going to produce a fruit that he wants in my life that's going to be a lot better for me than this thing that I'm trying to hold on to. And that's a revelation that I believe we all need. God's ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are deeper than our thoughts. There's no way we can comprehend exactly what he has planned for us. But if we will trust his plan Mm -hmm. and have faith in his plan, that plan's only going to take us to good places. It's like we said in youth a couple weeks ago there's only good things for you in the depths of god's love yeah there is absolutely nothing bad that he has for you in the depths of his love nothing bad for you in these higher positions in this higher level it's only good things yes it may come with self-sacrifice where we've got to lay ourselves on the altar and say you know what i'm willing to get rid of this i'm willing to lay down my selfish ambition i'm willing to lay down my pride i'm willing to lay down the thought process that maybe i'm always right I'm, i'm willing to lay down these things so i can get to this higher level that god has for me so all this negativity and all this stuff that's toxic in my life can just die up there yeah. and then I can have the goodness of God. It reminds me of Moses. You remember when he got frustrated? I know he didn't do this on purpose, but he went up onto the Mount, Mount Sinai. Mm-hmm. You know, he went to a high place and that's where he had a visitation and a time with God to where it was so spectacular. He's like, just kill them all. Let me stay here. <laughs> you know, it's so wonderful. And I think that that's, you know, there's something about that. Mm-hmm. That's like a type, let's go up there where God is. Let's go higher in him. And that's a very satisfying place, a very fulfilling place. Mm -hmm. And up here is where he's trying to get things to us. I like that. And so I think, you know, and it's also kind of like climbing a natural mountain. Mm -hmm. There's got to be sacrifices. There's got to be training. Like, um, Meeker Peak and Longs Peak. They're called the Twin Peaks in Colorado. Meeker, Meeker and Longs. And one of them's 14,000 feet. And I don't know how tall the other one is. My dad climbed one of them when he lived there. Bruce. Well, he lives there. Brucey, baby. <laughs> getting after it. But they started at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Wow. Because it's such a long hike. Yeah. And then you also have to come down by a certain time lest you get trapped up there in a freak storm. Mm-hmm. So my point is, is in order to climb that, there was sacrifice. Yeah. They didn't want to wake up at 3. Yeah. But like you said, their desire to climb the mountain allowed them to say, you know what? This is worth it. Yeah. And and 
it's so good because so many people just get so frustrated because they just want to be at the top of the mountain. Right. They don't want to do the work to get to the <laughs> yeah. top of like, I just, just give yeah. me, a, just take me on a little thing and ride me up there. Like, right. Drop me off in a helicopter up there. I don't want to yeah. climb that thing, yeah. but it's people that actually climb the mountain, get the true joy yeah. of having conquered the mountain. Yeah. You know, someone that gets dropped off at the top, it's like, cool, you got to go up there and get a picture or whatever. But someone that climbs the right. mountain, even if no one saw them climb the mountain, they have that knowing on the inside of them of like, I conquered right. this mountain. Yeah. And that's what God wants us to do in this life. He wants us to get that joy of knowing we conquered this mountain of life mm-hmm. with God. That's right. God wants to conquer the mountains of life yeah. with you. He doesn't want you to just get dropped off at the top. Right. He wants to show you how to climb the mountain. And the thing about it is, is once you conquer that mountain, I've been on the top of some of these peaks. It's the most spectacular view mm. you can ever have. You want your life to be the most spectacular view and the most spectacular thing that you've ever seen and ever lived. In order for that to happen, you've got to come up higher yeah. to this new place of perspective, to this new place of living, this new place of dwelling in God. Mm. And we do it every day through our desires. And then we go, we do the natural things we know how to do. We pray, mm-hmm. we worship, we read our Bibles, we come to church. All of that elevates us yeah. and helps our lives come up in him and as we do those things just things change and we can see this life for the beauty that it really is and our view and our vision that we have from up there is just wonderful and it's spectacular it's breathtaking and that's what god wants for our lives so good it reminds me of in romans 12 you know it talks about renewing your mind Mm. and towards the lower portion i think it's in verse two but it talks about when you do these things when you renew your mind not the way the world does but the way jesus does it's like then you'll learn to know his will for your mm. life and that it's good and that it's pleasing. Mm-hmm. So it is as yeah. imperfect. So as a person that wants to go higher and desires to go higher and get these things out of your life, you have to begin to renew your mind. How yeah. do we renew our mind? Well, we talk to God, we read the word, right. we, we participate in worship, yeah. we go to church, yeah. we surround ourselves with people of like yeah. faith and like direction. So when we renew our mind, that is part of the process uh, of climbing the mountain. Yeah. And what's great is when you surround yourself with like believers, you learn how to climb the mountain together, yeah. you know, or at least that's help true. each other up yeah. the mountain. Inspire one and another. I think that that's something that's really cool, even in a climbing sense, is sometimes there's mountains you can't climb by right. yourself. You yeah. know, I think that I've never done it, but I know that like when it comes to sometimes with like rappelling and stuff like there's a team effort involved to get up some of these mountains and so it's necessary to have people in your life that are going to push you up a mountain so don't give up on your mountains find someone to help you up there what's so cool about that analogy is when i lived in in colorado i did a lot of rock climbing and when you're the one climbing the rock and you got a guy down below that's called being on belay and what you'll do is he'll say on belay and then you'll repeat it back to him on belay so that way you know know? (laughs) and i remember this one vivid illustration i was climbing this mountain and i was at a spot where i couldn't go any further without like leaping up to the next cliff And uh, I looked down at my spotter and I was like, on belay? And he was like, yeah, on belay. And so I just went for it and I jumped and I missed it. Like I grabbed it, but I didn't have like the finger strength. I wasn't strong enough to like hold on to that little cliff. And so I fell. And because I jumped so quickly, there was a little slack in the rope because the way it works is as you're climbing, they're slowly feeding that through a pulley system, right? And they've Mm -hmm. got one hand back behind them and one hand feeding it like this. And when you fall, they just whip it right behind them and their body stops it from releasing. But since I jumped, there was a he wasn't able to pull it through quick enough. So there was a little slack. So when I missed, it felt like I was falling. Like I thought I was, you know what like I mean? Like it yanked you back down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well, because there was that slack in the rope, yeah. the tension that I created from jumping. And so when I 
missed it and I started falling, I fell back to like my original spot. But my point in saying all that is, is as you're climbing this mountain with God, if you ever miss a cue or something, mm. you're on belay. You're on a belay system with God. Yeah. You know, he's always going to catch us. Yeah. And I think sometimes when it comes to going higher in God, like maybe he's asking us to maybe get rid of some associations. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's asking us to get rid of these friends or he's asking us to lay aside this addiction or lay aside that addiction. I feel like sometimes we have this fear. What if I miss my mark? Mm. And God, and, and that fear keeps us from trying to go higher in God. But what God is saying, he's like, listen, you're on a belay system here, man. Just jump for that next level. And if you don't make it the first time, I got you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and then together, we're going to try this thing again. Yeah, and the step's still there. And the step is still there. That's right. That's right. And so you just got to, so I would encourage anyone, listen, just go for it. Yeah, go for it, What man. God's leading you to do and he's telling you to do, just go for it. He's, he's, he's a good God. And we always talk about yeah, that. Yeah. He is a good God. He's going to catch you. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to keep you from falling. You know, I think, I wish I remembered that scripture, but, you know, he never allows the godly to fall, mm. right? And so just go for it and, and do what is necessary. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Don't be concerned about what others are going to think. Just take that next leap and just go. You're on God's belay system. He's got you, and he wants you to get up there so this stuff can die, so you can walk in this freedom and this liberty that he's given you through the work of Jesus Christ. But it starts with us desiring it yeah. and then taking the necessary steps just go for it i love it i feel like this was like a short and sweet and right to the point type of deal today but man that's so good this is a good little like start your day start your week type of thing man so all of us to come up on belay on belay wants all of us to come up higher yeah we got to do our part when we do our part he'll always do his part there's so much peace up there so much grace up there uh, the views are magnificent. Just come up higher into God. Yeah, we got to get above the timberline. Yeah, yeah look at you. Get above the timberline. Right, yeah. Up there, just us and Jesus. That's and right. Getting a Only sweet view. Only the good things. Yeah, love it. Amen. Awesome. We love you guys so we much. Really we do. hope and pray that you got some good things, good yeah. revelation here on The Good Talk, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.